Welcome to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why in how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio, and today I want to talk about preparing our customers to do battle. Yes, preparing our customers to do battle. Now, I'm going to set up the situation. This is more in a B2B, but could apply to a B2C scenario. I want you to imagine for a moment that you're having a meeting with, let's say, within a company with the champion. That's your champion. This is your person who really believes in your product or service and literally needs to go back to their committee, their team, their organization, and sell the idea. That's a B2B scenario. In a B2C scenario, maybe you're talking to the husband, and the husband needs to go talk to the wife later on, and you're not going to be there in both scenarios. Now, typically what happens is, Let's say we're talking to the customer. We give them all the information they need. We walk them through the process, what we have to offer. We talk about the features, the benefits, the advantages, the gains, how our product or service is different and how it's that much better and how they need to really use this product or service. And then we say to this champion that we're going to send back in to talk to the group or back to talk to their spouse, we're going to tell this champion, all right, go back in there and you know talk to your team and... You know, that sounds great. Let me know what they say after you talk to them. And if you have any questions, please let me know. I'd be more than happy to answer them. So what happens? The champion goes in. Let's take the B2B scenario. The champion goes back to the team, back to the organization, tries to explain everything you walked them through as a salesperson. But guess what? You've basically sent them in there with with no way to protect themselves or defend themselves. They have the general information they need, but all of a sudden they walk into that room and they start getting questions that they didn't anticipate. They get questions that maybe you didn't discuss with them in detail during your presentation with them. At this point, your champion is taking a beating in that meeting. Uh, That rhymes. So the champion is taking a beating in the meeting and what happens is that, you know, the team is not convinced and so your champion comes back to you and says, well, you know, I, I took your idea, your product, your service to our team and you know they still need to think about it you know they really weren't really weren't sold on it and the deal stalls or the deal dies and basically it's in that sequence it stalls and it eventually dies in other words no decision is made so let's kind of analyze this let's do an autopsy here let's kind of figure out what happened you sent your person your champion into that room and you gave them basic information about your product or service and why they should buy it or use it The champion couldn't answer the questions, so the champion was at a disadvantage. And because the champion couldn't answer the questions, they looked bad in front of their group. But the group themselves, they're not convinced, so they're going to, what? Stall the deal. Let's think about it. Let's kind of, you know, table this for now. And eventually the deal dies. Whose fault was it? It was your fault as a salesperson. Why? Because, again, you did not give your champion all the information they needed to do battle. Now, when I say information, I'm not talking about the features. I'm not talking about the benefits or advantage of gains of your product or service. I am talking about, did you give them the context of what the conversations were going to be about? Did you give them the context of what the conversations were going to be about? In other words... I wanted you as a salesperson to give your champion information in such a way that they'll be able to handle the objections. How do you do that? Well, we begin by, imagine for a moment, let's rewind the scenario. The meeting is ended or almost ending. Your champion is about to leave the room and go back and talk to their team. 
before the champion leaves, you're going to use what I've talked about in past podcasts is the inoculation effect. The inoculation effect is basically giving your champion information about what he or she is going to be asked about so they can better defend themselves. For example, you're talking to your champion and you say something like this, look, Mr. Champion, you're going to go back in there and you're going to talk to your team. In a B2C scenario, look, Mr. Spouse, you're going to go back in there and you're going to talk to your other half. Here's what they're going to say or ask you. And then what you need to do is walk them through three to five things you know that the team is going to ask them. You're going to walk them again. Let me repeat. You're going to walk them through three to five things that you know that the meeting committee is going to ask them. And then you need to walk them through, when they ask you this question, here's what you need to say. When they ask you this question, number one, here's what you need to say, and here's the proof that you need. When they ask you this question, because they will ask this question, here's what I want you to show them. Question number three, when they ask you this, here's what you need to show them or repeat. In other words, by arming our champion with the three to five top questions that they're going to get when they go back to talk to their committee or back to talk to their spouse, you now put that champion in a better position. It's almost like sending them in there with, you know, with a shield and a sword. Where in the other case, in the first scenario, when we say, well, great, go back and talk to your team. Let me know what they're going to say. And if you have any questions, let me know. Well, that's almost like sending them in there naked with only a little bit of defense. But by walking them through different scenarios, different questions, different outcomes that they should realize, you have now armed your champion with the information he or she needs to defend themselves. Now, this is a much better strategy, obviously, but too often, salespeople at the end of a meeting says, okay, well, great, I know you need to talk to your team. Well, if they have any questions, you know, please give me a call or maybe we can get on a conference call. That's not a good way to end that meeting. The way you want to end that meeting is by saying, look, I know you have to talk to your team, but I want you to walk through three to five different scenarios of questions you're going to be asked, and here's how I'd like you to handle them. What would even be better is that if you had the questions already written out with the responses and what they're going to say or show. This is real selling. Again, when you're removed, when they won't give you access to the committee or the team, the best you can do is arm your champion with the necessary information they need. Now, you know what the objections are going to be. You've sold long enough where you know what the committee or the team is going to object to. If you know that already, at the end of the meeting with your champion, say, look, let's walk through these three to five objections and let's see how you're going to handle them. And then if you want, if you dare, do a role play with your champion. Tell the champion, hey, I'm going to ask you the question with an objection. Tell me how you're going to respond. In other words, now you start role-playing with your champion to make sure that your champion is saying or showing what they need to be doing in that meeting. That is real selling or helping your champion sell more effectively. Now, three things are the results of this. One, you've prepared your champion. So they're walking in and they're prepared with the information they need. Two, because the champion has been prepared, especially if you've done the role-playing, Guess what? They feel more confident, and any group will sense that level of confidence. If a champion walks in naked, no sword, no shield, they don't feel confident about what they're saying is the group will be able to sense that. 
Third, because they're more confident and because you've already done the role play, they're more convincing when they're talking to the group because they've already rehearsed what they're gonna say. They've already heard the questions or the objections. They know what they're gonna say. They know what they're gonna show. And what you're doing here is arming your champion. And because you're arming your champion in such a way, the fact that it will not get stalled becomes less likely. In other words, because your champion is answering those questions, your sales cycle will shrink. So again, when you're done with a meeting with a person that you know has to go back in there and talk to their organization, talk to their boss, talk to a meeting committee or whatever it may be, make sure you have that point of view conversation. In other words, you're gonna prepare them with things they need to say objections they're gonna hear, what they need to show them, and again, if you can insert a little role-playing, just say, you know, Mr. Customer, do you mind us role-playing? Because I know you're gonna go back in there and talk to your committee, but is it okay if we just role-play one or two objections? And then you play the role of the committee and you provide an objection and then see what your champion says. And if the champion is missing something, says, you know what, that's good how you said that. What you need to add are these three things. Again, by preconditioning, role-playing, practicing with your champion, when they go back into that meeting, they will be prepared to sell your deal that much faster. And that's it for this Sales Influence Podcast. I hope that was helpful. Again, it's a simple thing that you can do with your customer, especially when you know you have somebody who believes in your product or your service. That said, don't forget to leave me some feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, or YouTube. Let me know what you think. I always appreciate it. And again, if I haven't responded, I'll do my best to get to you, but I'm getting so many requests. And that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. Also, check out my sales training website, seminarsonselling.com. I'm excited. I've added two new programs to that website. And if you're listening to this, I want you to listen even careful, more carefully. If one of those programs can help you close one or two more deals, how much is that worth to you? I'm telling you, this library is rich with information, processes for you to sell more effectively to help you and your team grow your business. Lastly, I want to thank you for listening. This is Victor Antonio always reminding you. Shall we wait for the drop? I think we should wait for the drop. Here it comes. I love that part. Remember, selling ain't hard when you know how. Take care. Hi, I'm Victor Antonio. I'm an author, sales trainer, and keynote speaker. I'm often asked, what makes a great speaker? Is it someone who delivers real content that the audience can use? Is it someone who engages the audience so they're part of the learning experience? Or is it someone who can motivate an audience to push them beyond their comfort zone and discover new abilities? The answer is yes. But the most important thing to remember is that I'm not there to look good. I'm there to make my client look good. Simply put, it's never about me and it's always about them.